Welcome to Meet the Little Nounish, a weekly podcast about all things Little Nounish, presented by your host Brooke. So this is a this is a recap episode, and uh, we have SQ, we have Baba Blake, we have Bruins, and we have Little Saturn. Uh, they all contribute to different facets of the of the project, which is very very interesting. And within this uh, recap. We're just going to go through uh, the things that have been happening in the past month and um, how the future or the next month is going to be like um, and all of that. Um, Saturn, let's let's start with you. Tell us about yourself. Sounds good. What's up? Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I've been hanging out in Little Nouns for, I guess, maybe a month or so. Um, I was trying to remember, actually, I don't remember exactly how I came across Little Nouns. I've been tracking nouns for a while. And it's one of those things in Web3 that's kind of weird and I don't fully understand. And that's typically where I kind of dig in um, and and where the curiosity starts and the rabbit hole uh, leads. And so, yeah, I think, I think generally, like when I saw Little Nouns, it was like, oh, okay, this is like financial exposure to the nouns ecosystem number one and then number two equally was just a way to kind of interact in the the nouniverse if you will uh and so uh super accessible kind of onboarding uh into this this world and this dao and this ecosystem um i am uh i've started a couple of companies web, web two companies um so software companies i've mostly worked at startups um and worked at a big big company uh, a couple of years ago. Um, and so, yeah, Web3 and crypto and NFTs is kind of just like a little, um, I would say, hobby and curiosity that I can't quite seem to escape. And even when I try to intentionally <laughs> stop looking at NFTs or um, listening to, to podcasts about it, um, I always get drawn back into it. So, um, yeah, Little Noun has been a fun way to actually kind of interact and, and give back um in some sense into the community as opposed to just um you know consuming content in the space hi uh yeah my name is bruno uh so i guess i should also actually update my my name my username i just didn't think about it it's just a regular handle but you can call me bruno um software engineer um and i've been I've known nouns, I think, since around launch, but I've been more deep into NFTs since like last year. So uh, nouns is interesting. I've followed like not from very closely, uh, but I was surprised with how it has kept its value and actually increased in value over like even in this bear market. Um, and then I came across Lil Nouns, I think probably on Twitter, and then I found it interesting uh, for the accessibility. Like, yeah, very few people are able to buy a noun. Uh, Lil Nouns are much more accessible, and it's the same idea, same uh, nouns, ethos. And then I joined the Discord and it's actually a DAO, so that's very interesting. Like, there's mm-hmm. not that many actual DAOs with, like, actually decentralized that have a treasury to sponsor projects. So I started hanging around and um, looking for things to do, and then we, yeah, we started. We worked on building some dashboards, and now we're involved in the data pod. Um, and it's a very interesting social experiment to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. I was I was speaking to MFers earlier um, about this about the social experiment thing, and um, we were talking about uh, how um, you know Vitalik or Vitalik. He said decentralization is a is a is a model where you cut it in half. You you cut the system in half and it still functions. It's a it's a very interesting social experiment. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, Baba. Hey hey, how's it going? Um, so how I got started here? It was actually from Bruno. I think we were chilling one day and 
he showed me a bankless article that was going over little nouns. And I had seen little nouns before somewhere in Twitter, but I didn't really understand if it was like a derivative or like a part of nouns. And I kind of dismissed it. I thought it was just like something that was totally unassociated. Mm. Um, but then started to see like more people write about it, more articles come up. So then, um, I don't know, we talked about it a little bit and that was kind of the end of it. Nothing really happened. And so I think we were just watching it for like a couple of weeks. And one day we were like playing chess and I was looking at some of the auctions and I saw this little crowned king. And then I was like, oh, fuck. If I get this little crown king, then I'll join for sure. So then a couple of weeks later, we were going to breakfast and I just randomly, just completely random, checked the auction. And right then, this little crown was on auction and I had no ETH available. <laughs> I was like, Bruno, you have to get this for me. <laughs> so then, like, he got one. And then um, I joined the Discord first and just kind of peeking around, seeing like what's going on, what is this? And then from there, I started sharing some feedback. And then shortly after, Bruno joined. And yeah, that's how we kind of found out about nouns and kind of how we just got engaged. It was very just like organic, I would say. Okay, SQ. Uh, yeah, kind of a, a little bit of what everybody said. Um you know, I definitely, it all, I guess, I, it's a, I suppose it started, I've always kind of admired 4156, um, following him on Twitter, and just, you know, he had a way of breaking down some fairly existential ideas into bite-sized Twitter pieces. Uh, you know, I, I had some one-on-one -on -one conversations with him where he, you know, where he would respond and stuff. Um you know, and I, and I do think in this day age, you know, if you can get a random response to like an actual question from someone who you would assume doesn't need to answer questions like that. So it kind of, you know, I had this like kind of Twitter respect, uh, NFT respect um, for 4156. And so I had known about the nouns um, from when they started, but obviously the same, you know, out of my league uh, type type of establishment um so much that i didn't even really follow up much on what exactly was going on with the nouns because i mm -hmm. figured it was like this castle in the sky um so that what the little nouns because they're you know there's again when they came out it was kind of the same it was like is it is it just some derivative is it uh you know and and then when i kind of finally dug in, which was probably, I think around 700 of them have that had been minted. Uh, I, I listened to the CDT had that interview with Adele and dot. And I listened to that and kind of, you know, the vibrate like was in the discord and was seeing who was in there and what was going on. I uh, dug in a little bit deeper, saw like about the prop house and about the little grants and that, you know, that you didn't even need uh, to really like the community was bigger than what I thought it was initially is what it is, what it comes down to. Um, but yeah, so then I bought a couple, you know, and they were, it was at higher price points than it is now, but, uh, you know, the timing of being there and meeting you guys and being involved, I think that, you know, that's what oddly was the value in that price. Um, and then what really got me jazzed though and excited is just, you know, meeting all you guys and seeing it's, uh, you know, I've alluded to being part of DAOs that didn't function so properly. And this is not only are lots of ideas coming out, but they're getting executed. And so that kind of made me, it's almost, it's, it's a nice rabbit hole that I continue to fall down. Uh, what is nouns and what is little nouns and, and just excited for it. Yeah. There's alone in web three and the noun universe alone, because there's so much happening. Considering the fact that we're, we're going to grow, consistently probably forever that's that's a that's different it sets a different tone to what a DAO is what makes us different is that we are a community that's always growing we're the treasury is always growing so with that comes a lot of potential to do something to execute and it's it's a it's a social experiment and also 
kind of a way to find the perfect model for governing a growing yeah it's 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 very interesting so let's get into the recap um baba and bruns i'm going to throw this question at you and we can all chip in uh how has the past month been in terms of governance and and auction yeah so we've been focusing a lot on governance not so much on auction but i i did take a look recently so i can make a comment on this one um and a lot of the data that we have it goes back to the initial report so we haven't done analysis since the report but one trend that we're seeing in our down in particular is voter apathy so over time you have fewer and fewer individuals voting and I think this is a pretty big trend. Um, another pretty big trend is that over time, we're buying more and more nouns. So I think those are like two large trends that are there in our DAO that are kind of setting a, like, I don't know if it's setting a precedent, but it's more pronounced than I think a lot of the other data points. Bruno, do you have I, any? Can I, can I jump in on that? Because I was looking at uh, some of the data and... The noun one in particular, if you just cross out bars, you know, it's kind of like if you want to do some quick analysis, right? You just chop off all the outliers and X them out and then you can get the meat. And if you cross off all the nouns we've bought, including the one that's about to go through, you know, we have a couple really good days when we started where everything was going for a buck or, you know, a one ETH. Um, we've used up all of our outlier good days. So we don't have, so it's like we, if we wanted to match those up, we could, but I think that plays into any large transaction now is not going to be recouped, uh, fast. Like we will recoup it cause we, we do continue to raise money, but there is no, like we, any extra funding that we got has now been spent on nouns. So we're now in the, what we make is what we can spend dynamic. Um, so that, that is what I saw when I looked at the expenditure chart. Yeah. And it looks like the moving average, right. It's looking like it's holding strong around like 0.3, a little less than 0.3 maybe. And this is maybe for 30 days out. So yeah, you're right. We had like a moving average that was fluctuating with like increase and decrease in demand. And now it's kind of like just flat around 0.3. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I concur on that. And I think we're in a weird, like everybody wants to get it. Like it's, we're in that, like people want to fund the now the DAO, but they also want the cheap noun. So it's like, if, is there a bidder or not a bidder? So I think some of it also comes into, um, are there bidders at the time? Like we burned that one noun yesterday. I don't know if we, if anybody figured out why, but. I think Saturn wanted to say something. I saw you unmute. Well, I just I don't want to throw too much of a wrench in here, but I think it's pretty interesting to think about the the floor price of minting if it stays stable at point three. I actually think that that's that that was my intuition is that out of the gates it's going to be a little bit high and then it should stabilize. If the experiment is successful, it should stabilize in the same way that nouns is stabilized around you know call it a hundred ETH give or take and forget about USD. Just talking ETH pricing. Um, you know, maybe it's 90 to 120, somewhere in that range, I think is is where nouns get minted at these days. Um, I think that that's actually a great outcome is if in six months, we're still averaging, you know, 0.25 to 0.3. Um, I, I don't, for what it's worth, I don't see this as like, I'm going to 10x my investment in my little Saturn. Um, I, I see this more as an experiment in can NFTs become money, right? Can NFTs become a cryptocurrency? Um, and you see 4156 talking about this. Um, I think Vitalik has talked about it as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but this this kind of concept of like, the meme is the new currency. I think this these, these kind of macro trends are all swirling around this and um, attention is the new currency. And so I think that if we can stabilize that 0.3, that's great. Um, I, I actually think that that is um, a good outcome. Um, and I think that you can also kind of back into some math. 
Um, I don't, I don't have the math in front of me right now, but like basically you can do however many nouns are out there divided by the treasury that should net out to about the, the cost of a noun and same thing with little nouns. And I did it a couple of weeks ago and it was like right on point with where we should be at. So, um, yeah, anyway, I think that that, that trend, I'm, I'm personally like not super worried about that trend. I think the bot is the big thing in there of like, if the bot is stabilizing the price at 0.25 and buying everything and making sure it propping up that average, then that becomes problematic. Um, but otherwise, um, I think it's a good thing if, if we're minting at the same price in, you know, a month or six months. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that, I think we're going to settle, or I think we're settling a little lower now. I don't know. Um, cause I, th now for me in particular, I don't have like a lot of littles, but I have, you know, collectively maybe nine, I don't know. Um, at this point, so now it becomes for the people who have more than the passive amount, right? Like I, I like being part of the group. I like, you know, nine's fine. I could stay with nine. It's not like all of a sudden you guys are gonna be like, Hey, this guy's, you know, it's not like the amount makes you more or less relevant, but as voting power, at what point and price point do the people who are up in that, uh, say Bill Spada or Wahoo or Amos, do they want, is a goal to maintain a certain percentage now going forward? And do they also become some type of price support? And I don't know where I am. I probably do at some point. I don't know what my, my like voting noun is worth. But I would guess it's it's easily worth point two, so that would you know so like I'm an I'm an odd like again it's not like I'm buying ten a day but I'm an automatic buyer of a, of a couple every thousand, you know so how many how many people are now in that bucket, and does that move the needle or surprise helps you know where where's that support, I guess that's like the next thing I'm kind of thinking about. Yeah, I think the floor price at this point doesn't matter. But what we're trying to do in terms of in terms of the value we provide is is more valuable. So, for instance, we have started the NFTX. Um, how are we doing regarding that? Uh, yeah, so NFTX was created by uh, a friendly whale or a good patron whale that associates pretty closely with the DAO. And it's a way of creating a market that is a unique innovation mm. that happened on the blockchain. So most ordinary markets, you have a buyer and a, a seller, and you have like a market maker. And this market maker is someone who's always willing to buy something from you and always willing to sell something. So they kind of prop up a market and you can imagine like, let's say thousands of years ago, you were in like a small village and you needed to buy or trade cows, for example. And like maybe some seasons there were cows that you can trade, some season there weren't cows and your, your ability to like move your cows around are limited by the people who want them. Right. And then imagine your village, there's some cow shop that opens up and they will buy cows all the time. You know, anybody who has a cow, they will buy. If you need a cow, they will sell. Mm -hmm. So you have somebody who is kind of creating this market for a buyer and seller so that whenever you need to buy something or sell something, they're always there. So in the normal market, this is kind of facilitated by a centralized points, like a cow shop. Mm -hmm. um, and also it's organized by a book, like an order book. So you don't need a million cows, right? You just need enough cows so that a person who wants to buy one can buy one in a person who is trying to sell one can sell one. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about the blockchain, when you move out that centralized person, things get a little bit more complex. And so I think this protocol called Bankor um, created a concept of liquidity pool where you create a large amount of um, two assets. One is an asset that you want, like let's say a cow. <laughs> and another asset is like something that a cow is denominated in like let's say USD. So you have this kind of pool in a sense, like this aggregation of cows and USD, and they're paired in such a way that it acts like a centralized order book would act to arrange buying and selling. 
And the limitation of this type of pooling is that it requires a significant amount of the assets and the asset that is denominated in, which, you know, hypothetically USD, uh, in, or, in order to be efficient. Um, so that's the limitation. The benefit is you can now decentralize something that was centralized. The limitation is that in order to do it, you would need like a lot of cows <laughs> and a lot of USD. Whereas in, the, in a, if you are centralized, you can have very few cows and very few USD to make it possible to move this around. So the, I guess the benefit for like a, a market like NFTs, which are uh, relatively liquid, is that getting people to buy an NFT sometimes can be difficult. Like you want to sell, maybe no one wants to buy. And then what do you do? You mm. go and you lower the floor price, look for fire, and so forth. But when you start to create these pools, you have uh, kind of a, a machine, a robot that is willing to buy and sell at any time based on the ratio of the asset and what the asset is denominated in, which hypothetically is USD. So in our case, someone created a, a pool that is like a robot that is able to dynamically buy and sell low nouns. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea is that given at the time that we were going lower and lower in kind of floor price and also auction price, this would create some type of support. And the support is there based on the auction data. You can see that it's kind of like pretty flat. Um, but the sample size is pretty short because if you go back, let's say, um, 15 days before the vault, it was also flat there. Um, so the vault, by way of like its impact on our floor price, we it's hard to really tell because the floor price has kind of bottomed before and it's maintaining a bottom. So maybe it's strengthened that. Um, the, the, the vault, NMTX vault, as far as its activity, it's a bit interesting. So when it was first created, there was about, I think, 50 or 70 little nouns seated in there, around 70. Mm-hmm. And now there's 140 little nouns. So the little noun amount has increased 100%. So activity, as far as like size, is, is really large. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing is interesting is that like the amount of people actually using the vault or like holding tokens, sorry, holding tokens in the vault is relatively small. You have like, I think, five or six people there. So it looks like whales are kind of using this vault uh, primarily whales and um, there are a lot of swaps. So in addition to being able to buy and sell, NFTX is cool because you can like swap things, which you can't do on OpenSea. Like if I wanted to, if I saw something, on, if I saw like a little noun on OpenSea that I wanted to trade for my little noun, I would have to first sell my little noun and then get the ETH and then buy the new little noun. But in NFTX, you can kind of do it all in one motion. You can kind of sell, buy all together um, without having to first sell your little noun for ETH and buy again. So it's, it's, it's very smooth. You can just trade them in. And so the swaps have been pretty active. And I think that's like a major use case for the DAO. People who just see it a little noun that they like, they can just immediately go and buy in. And that was a blocker for me personally. I, I waited till I saw a specific little noun to join. Mm-hmm. But if the vault was here, maybe I would just, maybe I would have settled for not having a king and just picked one that I liked a little less than a king, but that I liked. Yeah. Yeah. I per- I personally have not ever won an auction. And like I said, I have nine because I just, I am too impatient. I can't sit there and wait. I find one I like and I go buy it. And, you know, I do want to add to FTX as uh, so I'm a professional trader. Um, I, I trade equity options. So I'm very aware of market makers and what they do and what they provide. And uh, it's, it's not something that everybody can do. It's very, it's it's one of those complicated not complicated like if you know how to do it you know how to do it but most people have no idea how to do it the nftx for, does bring to nfts uh one of the best like one of my favorite parts of defi like there was a, there's a there was a lot of ponzi defi and like we were talking about earlier there's plenty of bad press that you can get through in crypto and nfts but the ability for a decentralized finance liquidity pool in something that is, uh, as we were alluding to earlier, has the potential to be uh, money. Um, so there is some stability to it. It's you know if we can, if you can create a stable thing, it's the instability ones where you're going to get massive impermanent loss that you're going to get destroyed on. But anything with stability that the average person can get, say add to, um, and it allows them to become it bridges this gap. 
the gatekeeper gap of market making. It allows you to participate in that world of market because it it's a very lucrative business to be a market maker, um, assuming that you do it do it well. I'll basically, just control your risk. It's all about risk control. Um, and it goes back to like Uniswap. Like Uniswap, I consider DeFi, right? Um, it's not Ponzi'd up, borrow 80%, roll it into three different platforms, borrow again. But Uniswap at its core is a very functional decentralized finance liquidity pool. And I, I think it kind of, it, it all, it's going to bring a whole new group of people once they get a full understanding of what it is. And it just helps proliferate, you know, not the meme, but the meme is helping proliferate now uh, DeFi in a sense that you don't like, yeah, most whales have been the one because they're the ones who have the most to gain, I guess, or in, in the, in the, um, not proportional, but in the absolute value. Um, but anybody could, you know, I know early on, like, uh, Al had some in there and if you got in the early, you could have got back all your fees. Uh, now I think I was looking yesterday it's 66%. I think for the the single sided and 70, 74 or something for that the liquidity pool, um, but I, I think that I do think that the, the DeFi and the ability for the smaller person once it's safer um, is also one of the groundbreaking things for uh, the blockchain. You know why why can't the average person who's saving fifty bucks a paycheck throw fifty bucks into a liquidity pool that's returning? 17%, you know, and 17% on a liquidity pool shouldn't be that crazy because it's just not, you know, and or even lower at 10%, you know, who's not, you know, but consider it somewhat safe. Um, so I, I think NFTX is, is, is allowing a lot of other people to kind of fun gamify, see how that is also working and open up the LP environment, mm-hmm. which is, which is not, undangerous but i do think that uh it adds that aspect of to it as well yeah and i I wanted to add just one quick point and that is that it's interesting that someone joined our our uh discord a couple days ago and they mentioned that they added liquidity into pseudo swap and so one cool thing you'll find and this is something we observed in florida is that liquidity begets liquidity so when people come and they see that Low Nouns has 50 ETH worth of liquidity, then it incentivizes other people to add liquidity in other places. And that kind of dynamic, it, it's almost like, a, I don't know the effect, but it's like it's an effect that kind of grows on, on, onto itself. Um, and one other interesting fact, I think that Low Nouns at 50 ETH in liquidity, we are like the 15th. Or the around the between 15 to 20 20th largest liquidity pool in NFTX. Oh wow! Uh, so we are uh, yeah we're 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 pretty large. So yeah, there are some really really good looking little nouns there. Like I even posted it in our in our Discord saying you know why are people sleeping on sleeping on these little nouns? There there, there are some really good ones. Instead of you waiting on the auction and kind of you can't even guess how the next one is going to look you can you can just go to nftx and pick your uh pick your little noun and just swap right so yeah. one of my favorite ones plucked out of the pool which one the the bomb hit no that one i that one i paid like 1.25 for i brought that in the, i bought heyday um but i'm a big adam bomb squad fan uh so I, I scooped that to go along with it. Okay. Uh, no, it's like a little, it's a little wolf head with uh, the RGB glasses. And he's got like, uh, it looks, maybe it's like a, a race race looking colorful shirt on. Um, the checkered? I'll flash. I'll check. Yeah, but like colorful, yeah. 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 Um, so SQ, um You've been doing daily updates, um, kind of like condensed versions of how we've been doing uh, in terms of how many uh, little nouns were minted on that day, how the floor has been performing and all of that. Um, what are some of the things that stood out to you as you did your daily updates? 
Well, I, I want to just first say I, I haven't really done those. Um, I looked into it, uh, and I'm trying to get back on it with the team over at Collective. Uh, I just haven't had the bandwidth or the time. Um, I have been trying to keep up with the important stuff on Twitter. I'm running three, eh, two accounts. One's kind of a, a random info sometimes. It uh, doesn't get that much. But I have one that uh, is called, it's Little Legman. Um, and he's more of like a breaking news. So anytime something, you know, events or, um, you know, uh, props get posted or props get passed. I try and throw that on Twitter just so that it's out there. Um, and then another one is called little developer. And that one, it's actually mostly been focused on prop house. Cause that's been where the majority of the need, I think for it, um, little grants just kind of happen. Um, so I, I suppose getting little grants out there more, um, would be good. Mm-hmm. but uh all all in all i mean i'm definitely in the discord every day um you know like i like i alluded earlier i like to call myself an obsessive volunteer uh and i just think daily i just think that it you know numbers wise i was looking at like i said i was looking at all the the data information and the uniques are are, are sitting around 40 percent. you know we have the people come in you get all different all different types. I do think our main issue is the onboarding. Um, you know, people coming in and wanting to mm. participate and having a very good uh, direct spot. So, you know, one of the things for the DAO that's hard to contemplate is the like just do it. You know, to to grab a, a theme from Nike with you guys out there in Seattle. Um, it. It, it it's hard to you know that just just build it and then you'll reap the rewards or not like you know do it because you like it and everything's going to kind of fall where it's supposed to that's that's a hard mentality uh to grasp but what you once you do um i really think it's eye-opening and it really opens up the world to everything you know it's kind of like you could think of the craziest thing and the nouns are right behind us, right? If it's, if it's that good, the nouns will love it. So there's yeah. really no limitation yeah. to anything. Um, but I think other than that, when they come in, when, you know, like us in the newsletter, the data, I mean, Brooke, you're just going, you're crushing all the, I mean, I don't even know how much time you have. And I don't think you sleep over there. Um, it's everything's going amazing is is what i it would come down to the uh like you guys were alluding to i think the price point is good i think even lower uh is potentially better um for for adoption Mm. uh you know 20.2 eth with eth where it is right now given what that it's a funding mechanism seems very uh fair uh for for the for the funding time um you know, but it would be great to have it to be levels that you could get into it um, where you don't need 200 bucks to, to join the DAO, right? I mean, there's other ways to do it. Uh, but all in all, other than the lack of ability to, like, everything seems to be on pace. Uh, it's vibrant. It's the most vibrant community I've been a part of that isn't there just to, uh, it's almost like we need to break up the the constant, the constant, chugging of progression sometimes i was thinking the other day like i just wanted to throw some random pictures and comments into the into general because it's like everything's always moving so forward so fast it's uh it's really exciting to be a part of um and you know it there's definitely room for a daily because there's so many ideas Mm. so i mean the onboard a daily uh type thing um coming out shortly one way or another is uh i think really going to push us to the next level which is kind of scary in a way because i think we're moving at such an oddly efficient manner um thanks to much of the people who are who are right here you know i mean there's a lot of people who go into it and it's really amazing to see everybody do so much um for what is for what is an experiment you know it's like this could 
we've all been in situations where everything just kind of stops and disappears and we're all putting in a lot of time to to provide for the experiment and i'm amazed every day at the caliber of the people the joiners the uh the camaraderie you know even when we debate and argue I feel like a lot gets accomplished. I feel like everybody is not afraid to speak their mind. It's just a very unique and and welcoming, uh, even in a, in a not combative but in a in a friendly, uh, challenging of ideas environment. And yeah. it's unique in a way that you you don't find this very very often. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's. I think the most exciting part would be the fact that. We're building this as we go. We are building is building it as we go, and we we're trying to be as efficient as possible. Yeah, and one of the I think one of the big attractives of Nouns is how it was founded by these crypto OGs, and it is very crypto native, like totally on chain, a very interesting decentralized experiment. And then it's nice how the announce brings makes it more accessible for people to participate in this. So well, crypto has a huge barrier for entry, right? Like you have to understand like wallets and everything. And then uh, Lil announce I think has a good opportunity of like kind of teaching people. So the the auction on the website is is interesting, like for. If you are new to crypto, it's an interesting concept to understand that you're you're bidding against other people, but it's all in happening in a smart contract. And then there is stuff like the NFTX vault is also interesting for people to learn and understand how it works and how this is part of the NFT ecosystem, uh, how it provides value to NFT collections. Um, and also, I think the yeah, the fact that it is CC0 and that it is it actually looks good as a profile picture. So I feel like a lot of people might just they wanna create their own persona for their online uh, presence. Mm -hmm. They can go and find a, a little noun that they like, and even if they just want the profile picture, they are they can get just one and. Join the community as just a member. You don't need to um, work for the DAO if you don't want to. But you do have this yeah, sense of community and you see... I, I've been seeing more and more, well, I guess also because I'm involved, so I end up uh, meeting and, and following people on Twitter that use uh, little nouns. But even randomly, I've seen more and more of the nouns glasses I feel like it's a very good meme for and very crypto native. Saturn, I'm going to uh, push this question to you. Since you're part of the newsletter team, what are some of the things that really stood out to you and really caught your attention, Saturn? Yes. Sorry, I think I missed, uh, I went on a rant and missed the question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. So, I think specific projects, I, I mean, seeing things like Prop House, I think are super interesting uh, and a good way to engage um, this space uh, and to be able to pull in other people. Like I see other people onboarding into the community before they even own a Lil Noun um, by way of Prop House. So seeing art, um, seeing, um, uh, you know, 3D pictures popping up in community made channel or memes channel and, and being able to, to kind of think through like what that's going to look like long-term that's been exciting. Um, I mean, I definitely think the data pod is super interesting. I think obviously data, I like data and I think that should dictate decisions um, just as much as um, intuition and emotion, though those uh, have a place as well, in my opinion, but the data pod I think is going to help us understand what's happening Um and take action against certain trends, whether they're good trends or bad trends. Um, but I also think the pod model is something that I'm very fascinated by as, you know, this is the first DAO that I've kind of been actively involved in. And, and so um, I think we're all very early to this stuff and we're all trying to figure out 
not only the technical tooling, but also kind of the mental models and infrastructure. So that's another one that I'm keeping a close eye on um, as a meta point of like what the data pod is, what it could be. I think there could and should be a media or a content pod. And I see the newsletter as like one small facet of a bigger strategy. Um, so we, we're starting to see some of that stuff pop up. Um, I think the, the last thing I'd call out is like um, some of the physical goods um, that we're starting to see pop up. I've seen more of that on the noun side. So whether it's, you know, shirts, hoodies, whatever, but also um, other interesting things like the, the planter, um, the plant planter, um, things like that that are starting to pop up where you're kind of bridging from, from uh, the metaverse into the real world. Um, so I'm curious to see how those continue to unfold and proliferate the meme um, to people that are not able to spend uh, time late into the night on a Discord. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you brought up the the data pod. This is this is the perfect segue. Um, so I'm going to question throw this question to Baba and Bruno. Tell us about the origin story of the data pod. Uh, tell us about how we're trying to figure out like the perfect pod setup and kind of like how we defined a pod for ourselves as little nouns and what the future of that pod would be. Yeah, so the origin story is actually kind of funny and I'm glad Eskew is here because he's a part of the origin story. Um, so I was actually in Bruno's apartment and we were working on a bot to do some bidding on Moonbirds. <laughs> and uh, SQ had just rolled up his props to change the emissions for nouns and uh, the noun, little nounders and the noun style. And one thing that I brought up was that, well, if you change emissions, then we'll have a quorum problem because these are the two people who can get us to fast quorum. Um, and we just had like a full day, SQ and I, talking about talking about governance and we didn't we didn't come to a, an agreement or conclusion but one thing that struck me is that like this is a problem or could be a problem and if we want to make any changes to governance or to like have any opinion on it it will really help to look into it a little bit you know more deeply um so after the initial nftx props kind of fizzled out the next kind of plan of action that I, I thought made the most sense was looking at some type of governance information. I thought it was the most important thing. I thought protecting the floor was very important, and I thought like governance is very important. So um, I think it's kind of sat there for a while. Um, and then I, I, I just kind of was thinking up like what, what is important for the DAO? Um, what are the challenges that we have? And as I started writing up these questions, um, I was thinking about like, okay, how do I collect this data? And I was sitting at breakfast with Bruno one day and I was like, yeah, this is the data that I need. I want to write a report about it. It's going to be a good report, but I need the data. And then Bruno was like, yeah, I can get the data for you. <laughs> so then we just started working a uh, course of a couple of weeks, kind of back and forth. Um, I was scoping out the requirements. Bruno was pulling up the data models. We were looking at them together trying to figure out like what insights we could make. And then slowly we started to like collect data and then like write a little bit of the report and then kind of going back and forth in a more of a, like a, a creative process actually. Um, and then uh, we kind of created that report, we presented it to the DAO. And then uh, one of the feedback that we received was that uh, the DAO would like to move forward with the pod. And I think this idea of pod originally came from DOT, which on the surface, I think I almost immediately dismissed um, because well, that, funny because you it was one of those you like specifically I don't know if you specifically but you were like I'm not I don't want to be like part of some recurring pod thing and then all of a sudden you're like okay I'll be in okay we'll form a pod <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's true because I mean I, like I am here to build right so I want to build cool things. I want to collect some ETH, you know, I want to do an honest day's work. And so from like a builder's perspective, especially if you look at like nouns, the highest ROI thing is like 
just doing one-off projects, right? It's easy to quantify. Um, you can look at the scope, set it up beforehand. And then if you have a day job, right, you don't have to worry about like, oh, do I have conflicting priorities between a recurring work and day job? Um, but I could see that the DAO is moving in good faith to kind of reward us if that we thought that we wanted and that this is something that's important for the DAO. So then I thought like, okay, fuck it. You know, we can just try to do a pod and see what's going on. Um, I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense because I've seen collaborative work before in Florida. Like, you know, we use coordinate once to kind of do some work and get funded. And it was really fun. Like all like people who just, just comment in discord or people who just like add to the report, like all different types of contributions were rewarded. You're rewarded for what you did directly for like what you do indirectly. And like, I feel like everybody who came from our collaborative working session, we wanted to do it again and do more work together. So um, I think this kind of thing can work. At least it'll be fun to try and pilot out in our DAO. And I also have a pilot that's coming later today or tomorrow uh, that I discussed a little bit with Lil Grants on getting uh, some coordinated efforts done in, into uh, Datapod. But that's kind of the origin story. It was, yeah, it was more like DAO motivated versus kind of us motivating it but yeah that's how it happened i want to throw out there uh that i i reference your guys work uh probably once a day so it's <clears throat> the value to me invaluable priceless it's one of those commercials you know like the hours spent for ETH, able to able to visit the the dune dashboard any time of any day priceless so thank you yeah thank you and that was also from bruno because like a, a lot of the data um because i think a couple people had left breadcrumbs on dune where you could like query some of this stuff like you could see who was voting you know like the percentages like very rough pictures that showed us that there may be some problems but I was never interested in creating a new dashboard. I just wanted a report only. And Bruno was like, it makes most sense to make this kind of reusable and replicatable. Like, why just do it one time? So that was actually him who spearheaded that and making it for the DAO. So, yeah, thank you, Bruno, for that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can give my my point of view. Uh, yeah, well, I know Blake in real life or Baba. Uh, and yeah, I, he hangs out on the Discord much more than me. I try to follow and read what's happening, but I end up reading, let's say, at the end of the day. So if there's a conversation, it's already passed and it's already buried. So I don't participate that much. Uh, and then, but yeah, when we, we saw some dashboards that already existed, uh, the fact that the, the auctions and the... Uh, proposals and voting is all on chain and the fact that Dune exists because the data is all there on the blockchain it's public but Dune makes it very easy to query another interesting thing is that unless you pay for Dune and Dune is open and free you can create queries and create dashboards for free they only charge if you want to keep your stuff private so Everything on the dashboards are public. You can graph there, you can see the query and you can copy it and modify your like SQL knowledge and also knowledge of like the, the structure of the data. But yeah, it made it relatively easy to build the dashboards. And yeah, we came up with the with this mostly because we were thinking we saw that the DAO has a treasury and once projects to be built to create value for the DAO. So this was something that was the value was clear and also could enable, uh, could kind of bring up more ideas that other people, us or other people could work on because you it br br brings visibility to what's going on and what can be improved. So the data pod is kind of an idea to do more of this kind of work, uh, not only on 
what's on chain, but also other tools that the DAO uses. For example, um, we are doing votes on Snapshot. Uh, we are probably going to use Snapshot to, let's say, if there is a proposal on chain for nouns. I, I guess we are going to use Snapshot to get the little nouns to vote on the proposal that then will be relayed by by the delegates of all of the nouns that we hold. Um, so the idea is to basically make this data also like prop house, uh, discourse, uh, maybe even Discord data, like uh, user uh, engagement, how many active users send messages to Discord weekly or so. So these are kind of infrastructure uh, tools because it enables us to, to look at this data and see what is going wrong, what is going right, or what direction we want to be, what metrics we want to change, and then people who want to create stuff, build for the DAO can propose stuff with a goal that is is measurable. So you you can see if the proposal was successful or not after it's implemented by the by the metrics. What I like, what I really like about DAOs is that um, especially our DAO. Uh, with direct experience um is the fact that it's permissionless everything is permissionless but with with your work bruno you kind of laid out um the infrastructure to for everyone to jump in and do work permissionlessly yeah and also just let me mention my first who didn't join but yeah he i guess he was doing this before we joined and he had built a dashboard and he's also part of the this effort. Yeah. I, mean, I, also, I also love his dashboard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, has, has done incredible work as well. Um, so what is the, what is the future of the data pod? How do you see it unfold now that we're, you know, we're kind of off the ground. We're piloting it. Uh, we have our own, uh, discord channel. Uh, I'd like to think of the of the Discord channel as an as an office for DataPod, uh, or even as a point of accessibility. So, where do you think it will head from from where we are now? Yeah, so maybe I can talk a little bit about this and even give some insight into everything that is going on. So, from the first report, we had a couple of suggestions. So the first thing we want to do is make sure that we are moving, progressing on our past work. So we analyze something, and now we want to look a little bit deeper into that to see how our DAO can kind of take some action. It's still on the level of suggestion, but a deeper level of insight. And I'm even like referring to it as research. We want to research these type of problems more broadly for DAOs and then bring those insights back on like, what are other DAOs struggling with? What is working? What can we implement? So that's kind of one of the first things. The second thing is the ongoing work. So some analysis took place. A big feedback that I received back was that folks would like to see this type of report regularly. I think that one of the big value adds of having the dashboard is that the data is there. And I think that was kind of Bruno's intention in kind of building it, which is like you get the report, you get the dashboard, and now forever you have the insight to kind of make very similar conclusions to what we made. But folks actually liked more so than the report or the dashboard, the presentation that kind of add color and context to the data. So another effort that's going on in parallel with the research report will be uh, a team. So we'll have as many people as they, as, as they want to be involved. I don't think there's any limitation on people. Um, looks like maybe like around four to eight people will be tagged within the next like 24, 48 hours into like a thread. And what we'll do is we'll have folks um, either update or even create entirely new analysis based on the dashboards that we have. Um, and the goal is to have a collaborative continuation of this work and see 
what insights other people in the DAO can come up with and potentially even like bring on maybe more core contributors. So and maybe it's like a, maybe it's like an interview, maybe it's like a task. We don't really know yet, but seeing who's creative, seeing who can collaborate and seeing who can take initiative. And then we'll have like some type of ETH there that is split among everyone based on how well they collaborate and take initiative. And then the third prong of it is like a little bit more technical. So this is going to be um, building out like, I kind of see data products like an octopus that has tentacles. So right now it's touching a little bit governance, a little bit of auction data. Um, but we want to touch also snapshot data, like Bruno mentioned. We want to touch the discourse data. We want to touch, um, what is the other data source? There's one more, prop house also. And so we want to touch them because some of it is not available on Dune, the off-chain stuff. We want to touch it. We want to store it somewhere and we want to visualize it as well. And then I guess a longer term goal would be, and this is something that I didn't even think about because of the complexity of it, but Bruno recommended this, which is like taking the data that is off, off chain and on chain and unifying it into a, a single data source. So querying from the blockchain directly and not via proxy on Dune, and then using APIs and scraping techniques to collect data for off-chain like websites that we use, like Prop House and Discourse and so forth, and then putting that all into one place. Um, and you can do really cool things because once you have all the data together, then you can make a lot of different connections between unrelated data sets um, and draw unique conclusions. Um, and this type of infrastructure, I think, will not only be useful for like now little nouns, but also big nouns um, and any other type of DAO that is um, doing similar type of work. Yeah, uh, on my view, like I'm interested in like learning and like on the technical side, and yeah, these these are all tools that well, some tools are nouns specific, but others are tools that all DAOs use. So this could even be generalized and is useful for other DAOs. I I agree with that uh, absolutely, and kind of uh, like you were saying, Brooke, earlier about how. Like, I, I do believe that if this is done properly, which I, I honestly think we're doing it as best as we kind of can, mm. um, like, we're just going to have so much brain capture just because of the vibrancy and because of the goal. Like, we'll get the, the proper brain capture, you know, that we'll get the people who want to kind of... You know, you'll get paid, but you're also going to put in some time and, and be part of the community. And uh, I don't know why other devs wouldn't want to work for this kind of ecosystem. Um, so I do feel like it's it, we it's like a good rabbit black hole that has the potential to swallow a lot of, of Web3. And a lot of these tools, especially at the speed that, that you guys and, and us build all these new things, uh, and the portability to other communities and other DAOs. Uh, the Prop House is one in particular. Uh, you know, the other communities are starting to throw their own Prop House up. Uh, the Funks are using the auction uh, cadence, not cadence, um, but mechanism from nouns to auction off the 500, uh, 500 uh, Funks they got from Zagabond. Um, so, you know, and again, this goes back to like, I'm just here to watch you guys build what is going to be Web3. And I'm just excited to have a front row seat. Um, I'm just going to wrap up. But if you have, if anyone has anything to say before I wrap up, the floor is yours. Yeah, if anyone's listening, come hang out in the Discord. You don't have to have a little now. So come on and hang out with us. Uh, yeah, thanks for organizing and recording and it's a good i think it's a good way to uh summarize what's happening and kind of create community yeah yeah i can't thank you guys enough for your contribution not only for being here and giving an hour of your life to this but you know kind of showing up um showing up contributing in any way you can and it's 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 just amazing to see i can already imagine us I don't know, given how things, how fast things are moving three months from now, 
two months from now, we things would be much, much more different. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see it. Love to see it. Well, you've made it this far. Thank you for listening in. Make sure to check us out on littlenouns.wtf. That's L-I-L-N-O-U-N-S dot W-T-F. Thank <laughs> you.